Good morning. Welcome. I hope you're having a fantastic day. I truly appreciate you coming and giving me a visit. It's Thursday, April 22nd, 2021. Thursday, April 22nd, 2021. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Tell your friends to Google me, Political Views TV Podcast. I'll show it right at the top of the list. Thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Uh, Bring someone with you tomorrow if you can. Just say, hey, check this guy out. And if they stay, awesome. If they leave, whatevs. They just don't uh, have any taste. So, nothing, and I mean nothing, looks good in this Columbus, Ohio shooting of a black teenage girl, uh, Makia uh, Bryant, uh, by police, 16 years old. A 911 caller alerted police that someone was trying to stab us before the fatal officer-involved shooting of 16-year-old Makia Bryant, uh, of, of the 16-year-old. Uh, Makia Bryant's mother, Paula Bryant, uh, said that her daughter called 911 herself because people were threatening her. She's the one, and, and she's the one who died. She's the one who was shot. Footage from the body-worn camera shows that as soon as he pulls up, uh, a young female with an apparent knife in her hand is forcing another female to the ground. She then turns and charges another female nearby while still holding the apparent knife, at which point uh, the officer, Reardon, fires multiple shots, four of them I counted, fatally striking her. Uh, The investigation will be done and all this will be sussed out. It was horrible that a 16-year-old child has been murdered and and police need to to use their voice before they use bullets. They really do. Uh, It sounds like he was yelling, get down, get down, get down. But he wasn't saying, drop the knife or I'll shoot. If he has time to say, get down, get down, get down, he has time to say, drop the knife or I'll shoot. Same amount of letters. Drop the knife or I'll shoot. Get down, get down, get down. Six six words. Drop the knife or I'll shoot. Six words. You know... This is... It's about her. But this is also about a news story I read. <clears throat> I saw the cell phone video from a bystander after the 16-year-old was killed. An officer on the perimeter was yelling, Blue Lives Matter! That's right. The Daily Beast reported an Ohio police officer was caught on camera shouting, Blue Lives Matter! to a group of shocked residents at the scene where another officer shot and killed that 16-year-old girl. A child was just killed. This is not the time for your hateful speech. Blue lives never matter. Never. As far as I'm concerned, because you are all criminals, 100%. Now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. Uh, The U.S. uh, US Department of Justice will undertake a sweeping investigation into whether the Minneapolis Police Department engages in a pattern of practice of illegal conduct, including whether officers uh, use excessive force during protests. 
U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland announced the investigation yesterday, uh, the morning after uh, Derek uh, Chauvin was found guilty in the murder of uh, George Floyd. Garland said yesterday's verdict in the state criminal trial does not address potentially system, uh, systemic policing issues in Minneapolis. The investigation welcomed by 12 city council members, Mayor Jacob Frey and uh, the police chief, will seek to establish whether the state's largest police department is engaging in practices that promote or allow systemic wrongdoing. Uh, Also the day after Derek Chauvin was found guilty of the murder of George Floyd, Republican and Democrats and Democrats are uh, Republicans and Democrats are optimistic about the prospect of Congress passing a police reform bill. They're, I mean, they're optimistic this time. They've been optimistic before. They've been working on it for years, and there's always a problem. Uh, Republican Senator Tim Scott said, "I'm confident that the issues that I've been discussing, as it relates to making progress on police reform." Uh, are today they have more uh, traction than they had last year. But Republicans in the Senate are being obstructionist, as usual. Sweeping police reform has been viewed as a policy area right for bipartisan cooperation since Scott joined the effort in 2015. Uh, Democrats have been clamoring for a federal overhaul since the 2014 killing of Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri. The Republican Party's libertarian wing has fueled its willingness to support limits on police because they're libertarian. Uh, But like most things in Congress, partisan division has stalled prior efforts and Republicans were uh, pissed that, you know, Senate Democrats blocked their last attempt to consider a reform bill. It's because, you know, Republicans and Democrats want two different things. They want reform, but uh, Republicans want to protect police in the reform. The bill now being considered, named the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act, passed the House in March, but stalled in the Senate because it lacks support of at least 10 Republicans to clear the needed, you know, 60 vote threshold. Um, negotiations, negotiations have been going on between uh, 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 Scott, Senator Cory Booker and Representative Karen Bass, who sponsored the House bill, but the group has not reached a compromise or made significant progress. It's going to be another dead in the water thing, I I, I think. We'll see. Uh, Biden is pledging to reduce uh, U.S. greenhouse gas emissions by 50 to 52 percent by 2030 in the latest push by the administration to combat climate change aggressively. Uh, The target announced today more than doubles the country's uh, prior commitment under the 2015 Paris Climate Agreement when the Obama administration set out to cut emissions 26 to 28 percent below 2005 levels by 2025. It's not enough. Still not enough. We got to do something. Uh, We need. We don't need net zero. We need negative carbon emissions. We need to capture uh, capture carbon. Uh, The U.S. is currently not yet halfway to meeting the the goal set by Obama. Uh, Biden's pledge 
uh, on Earth Day, by the way, it's Earth Day today, is in line with what environmental groups and hundreds of executives at major companies have pushed for. The president will announce uh, the target at the closely watched Global Leaders Climate uh, Summit today and Friday, tomorrow, uh, during which he hopes to urge global cooperation to address climate, the climate crisis. Uh, Biden said at the uh, summit uh, this morning, he said, this is the decisive decade. This is the decade that we must make decisions to avoid the worst consequences of the climate crisis. This is a moral imperative, an economic imperative, a moment of peril, but also a moment of extraordinary possibilities. All 40 uh, world leaders the president invited to the virtual summit will be attended, including those from China and India, and are anticipated to make new commitments. Uh, The UK and the European uh, Union have uh, committed to slash emissions by 68% and 55%, respectively, uh, by 2030. China, the world's uh, biggest uh, carbon emitter, has vowed to reach peak emissions by 2030 and be carbon neutral by 2060. As I said, carbon neutral is not enough in my book. We need to be carbon negative. We need to capture carbon. That's the only way we can get out of this. We're in dire straits and carbon capture is the future. We have to deal with it. I, you know, there was a, an old Star Trek episode where they, they visited a planet and they the planet had these giant filters all over the place. And instead of reducing reducing carbon, they captured it all. But the filters were failing, of course, you know. Uh, so, yeah, we need to do both. Uh, Russia, Russia, China, Russia, China. <laughs> Russia's defense minister today ordered troops back to their permanent bases following massive drills in uh, Crimea uh, that involved dozens of Navy ships, hundreds of warplanes, and thousands of troops and a show of force amid tensions with Ukraine. I, when did you say that you were just messing around? Really? I, I kind of don't believe this. Anyway, after watching the drills, Russian Defense Minister uh, Shogu declared the maneuvers over and ordered the military to pull the troops taking part in maneuvers in Crimea and Western Russia back to their permanent bases. Come on. Uh, Shogu said, I consider the goals of the snap check of readiness fulfilled. The troops have shown their defense capability, and I decided to complete the drills in the south and western military districts. Really? It has nothing to do with uh, threats from your president, threats from the west? Really? It has nothing to do with that? Okay. Uh, Shogu said that uh, the troops would return to their bases by May 1st, but he also ordered to keep the heavy weapons deployed to Western Russia as part of the drills for another massive military exercise later this year. For an attack later this year? You're going to keep the weapons there? Ah, that's more of a problem. Uh, The Russian military hasn't reported the number of additional troops that have been moved to Crimea and parts of southwest Russia near Ukraine, and it wasn't immediately immediately clear from Shogu's statement if all of them will now be pulled back. No, they won't be pulled back. They'll pull back maybe half. Maybe a little more than half. Uh, yeah, they're going to keep support there for sure. Because they want... Uh, they don't want Ukraine joining NATO. So, 
an Orlando civil rights attorney filed federal lawsuit yesterday against Governor Ron DeSantis. I said this would happen. I, we said it. I, I, we thought it was going to be the ACLU, right? Anyway, uh, Attorney General Ashley Moody and Orange County Sheriff... Uh, it was a, a, I'm sorry, the, the lawsuit yesterday was against Ron DeSantis, Attorney General Ashley Moody, and Orange County Sheriff John Mina in uh, what may be the first legal challenge to Florida's anti-riot law that went into effect this week. Uh, like I said, I expected the ACLU uh, when we talked about it. Uh, the lawsuit was filed in the U.S. District Court in Orlando by Attorney Aaron Carter Bates on behalf of the Lawyers Matter Task Force, uh, a nonprofit advocacy group. The suit claims that the law signed by DeSantis on Monday violates several provisions of the U.S. Constitution. Uh, Bates said in a statement, the purpose of these laws are nothing more than an attempt to silence the Black Lives Matter movement and other civil organizations by limiting the ability to protest. The First Amendment is a pillar of American democracy, and the anti-riot laws clearly strip Floridians of their freedom of speech and right to assemble, as I said many times. Uh, it's a chilling effect. Chilling effect is a legal term. You can look it up. Uh, similar laws have been struck down on First Amendment grounds in other states. A federal judge blocked an anti-riot law in South Dakota in 2019, and in Virginia, a court struck down a 1968 anti-riot provision in 2020. But, just like Florida, Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt signed a bill yesterday granting immunity to drivers who unintentionally, I, I'm, I'm holding my fingers in quotes right now, unintentionally injure or kill protesters while attempting to flee uh, and which stiffens penalties for demonstrators who block public roadways, according to the Oklahoma state legislator. Uh, legislature. That, that's going to be immediately challenged. You can't limit uh, a person's right to protest. You cannot do it. Uh, the state Senate passed uh, uh, the Republican-sponsored legislation 38 to 10 last week. The bill makes it makes it a misdemeanor punishable by up to a year in prison and a $5,000 fine to anyone who obstructs a public street during the course of a protest, according to legislation. Keep them on the sidewalk where we can't see them, you know? Uh, anyway, House Bill 1674 also states that drivers cannot be held criminally or civilly liable for killing or injuring a protester if they are fleeing from a riot and there is a reasonable belief that they are in danger. It just says that, hey, you know what, you can drive through and kill as many protesters as, as you want if, if you don't like what they're doing. You can, you can drive into the protesters, roll down your window and say, you people are nuts! And then when they attack you, you can drive and run them all over in Oklahoma. Saturday, Saturday night, SmackDown, Saturday night, SmackDown. Well, maybe not a SmackDown, but I'd love to watch. <laughs> Yesterday, right-wing sociopath Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know, that Republican from Georgia, that nutball uh, Trump supporter, announced that she has agreed to debate on the Green New Deal with Representative... 
Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. AOC rocks, as I always say. Man, I gotta see this. <laughs> Green made the announcement in a tweet that included a photo of her and uh, AOC uh, apparently speaking on the House floor. Uh, AOC and Senator uh, Ed Markey uh, from uh, Massachusetts relaunched uh, the uh, Green New Deal policy resolution on Tuesday, also reigniting the ire of uh, conservatives opposed to the policies, just like Green. Uh, she tweeted, I'm glad I ran into you today, AOC, to plan our debate about the Green New Deal. And uh, after I finish reading all 14 pages, like we agreed, I'll schedule time for our debate, MTG versus AOC, hashtag. <laughs> Although Green said the debate would be scheduled when she completed reading the 14-page document, there were no further details about when or where it might take place. She could have stood there and read the 14 pages. It doesn't take that long. Well, it is Green. Well, I don't know. Ocasio-Cortez has not yet uh, publicly commented on Green's announcement. It is fourteen a 14-page 14 document. Give her a couple of weeks, okay? <laughs> oh, jeez. Marjorie Green is a nutball. <clears throat> Amid a wave of uh, GOP attacks on voting rights in legislatures across the U.S., activists applauded the Democrat, uh, controlled, uh, democratically controlled New York State uh, Assembly yesterday for passing a bill to end the disenfranchisement of New Yorkers on parole and called on Democratic Governor Andrew Cuomo to swiftly sign the measure into law. Uh, it's unclear if or when Cuomo will sign the bill. Uh, he did begin using his pardon power to restore voting rights to residents on parole in 2018. Uh, at the time, he said the right to vote is fundamental and it is unconscionable uh, uh, to deny that basic right of citizenship to New Yorkers who have paid their debt to society. I agree, and, and I'll go further. I believe people in jail deserve the right to vote. You want to make them citizens. You should force them. You should say, hey, we'll take time off if you vote. It's important to vote. You should explain. They'll become good citizens in jail if you teach them that their voice matters, that they should vote. And then when they get out of jail, they can vote. There are several states that don't allow people with records to vote. I believe Florida is one of them. Is Georgia one of them? I think uh, Florida had passed a law and the Republican uh, to allow it, but Republicans challenged the law. Anyway, everyone should be uh, allowed to vote if they are a citizen, even if they're in jail, uh, unless it maybe maybe you can limit it to a vi violent crimes. Are not allowed to vote. Maybe you can say that. Anyway, uh, former President Trump's fourth and final White House press secretary, Kaylee uh, McKenney, McKenney, uh, uh, no, Kaylee, Kaylee McKenney, said this of Joe Biden uh, when the president weighed in on the uh, trial of Derek Chauvin for the murder of George Floyd. She said, 
Look, I'm glad he at least waited until the jury was sequestered, but I think the country is such a tinderbox right now. I think it's the role of the president of the United States to stay back, to not inflame the tensions. It's such a tinderbox moment, and I think he should have just reserved comment and said he's praying for the family as we all are. Okay. (laughs) This is the Trump mouthpiece saying Biden should not inflame racial tensions. Are you freaking kidding me? Really? She's saying Biden shouldn't do this? Oh, come on. (laughs) Moving on. A panel of U.S. senators questions uh, officials from Apple Incorporated and Alphabet Incorporated, you know, that's Google, uh, yesterday about the dominance of their mobile app stores and whether the companies abuse abuse their power at the expense of smaller competitors. Uh, Amy Klobuchar, you know, I've always, there, there have been apps outside of Apple that I would have liked to have, but I can't get them because Apple hasn't approved them. So, you know, I, I do have a problem. Anyway, uh, Amy Klobuchar, the top Senate Democrat on uh, antitrust issues, said Apple and Google can use their power to exclude or suppress apps that compete with their own products and charge excessive fees that affect competition. And that's what hap- happens. Uh, 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 apps uh, go to the App Store. They do pretty good, but Apple wants them because they are pretty good apps, so they'll buy them. And then they'll block anybody that has a different type of app. I mean, the same type of app that wants to come into the store because they don't want the competition. Sort of like what Facebook uh, did with Instagram. You know? Anyway, app makers like uh, music streaming service Spotify Technology SA and dating services giant Match Group, which owns, you know, Tinder, have long complained that mandatory revenue sharing for sales of digital goods and strict inclusion rules set by Apple's App Store for iPhones and iPads, along with Google's Play Store for Android devices, amount to anti-competitive behavior. And I would agree. I'm telling you, Apple and Google are going to go down for this. Their stores are going to have to be spun off as separate entities. They are, will not be allowed to have anything to do with them. And other stores, there will be other stores. Uh, first-time claims for unemployment insurance totaled 547,000. Uh, still about 8 million fewer Americans are at work than before COVID. Some 17.4 million Americans are still receiving benefits under various programs though the data runs two weeks behind the weekly uh, applications claims number. Sharp increases in those applying for benefits through uh, PUI, pandemic-related programs, boosted the total recipients by nearly a half million. Continuing claims, which run a a week behind the headline data, also fell, dropping 34,000 to 3.67 million. Now, this is huge news. Uh, a huge step towards decriminalizing sex work in America, as they have in New Zealand, uh, I believe Australia, uh, Canada. Manhattan District Attorney Cy uh, Vance said in a statement, over the last decade, we've learned from those 
with lived experience and from our own experience on the ground, criminally prosecuting prostitution does not make us safer and too often achieves the opposite result by further marginalizing vulnerable New Yorkers for years. Rather than seeking criminal convictions, my office has reformed its practice to offer services to individuals arrested for prostitution. Now we will decline to prosecute these arrests outright, providing services and supports solely on a voluntary uh, basis. Uh, at a virtual court appearance, Vance said his office was dismissing 914 prostitution and unlicensed massage cases to reflect the new policy. His office is also dismissing over 5,000 loitering for the purpose of prostitution cases. Uh, state lawmakers in, in uh, uh, February, if you remember, repealed uh, the law that criminalized uh, that type of uh, loitering. Uh, it was dubbed the walking while trans law. Uh, its critics say the law was used to target black, indigenous, and people of color and transgender communities. Uh, Vance said, by vacating warrants, dismissing cases, and erasing convictions, for these charges, we are completing a paradigm shift in our approach, uh, pointing the fact that uh, many cases go back to the 1970s and uh, 1980s. So this is a—I think this is a good step. This is a good step. You know the uh, Takata uh, airbag recall? I learned something yesterday that I didn't know, and I—I and I just thought I'd pass this on. It turns out that Takata, uh, they used ammonia nitrate to create a small explosion that would inflate airbags in the crash. And for, for a, a, a fresh airbag, that, that works fine. It's just a tiny explosion that, it, 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 that works to inflate the bag. But the chemical ammonia nitrate becomes more volatile over time when exposed to moisture in the air. So especially, I, I, I guess, humid states on the East Coast would have more problems with Takata airbags. Um, so they would explode and the container that they were in uh, contained pieces of metal. It would explode enough to break the container and that's what, what's been killing people. Another person was killed just, just a couple of days ago. I, I think that was in Florida. I could be wrong. Uh, I remember seeing the, uh, the case. Anyway, it was a long one today. Thank you so much for coming. I, I do appreciate you. I, I really do appreciate you. Um, but thanks for listening. Thursday, April 22nd, 2021. Uh, Thursday, April 22nd, 2021. Uh, not as long as I expected. I expected to go um, uh, more than 30 minutes today because I had a lot of stuff. But I, I guess I guess I can jabber on and on, huh? <laughs> so, um... If you can, you know, bring someone with you tomorrow. Tell your friends to Google Political Views TV podcast. I'll show up right at the top of the list. Really nice of you to come listen to me every day. It's so nice of you. I, 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 I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. But I do want to say, remember, please always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. Again, thanks for coming. Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.